0: hey i'm Dwayne,
1: and i'm jennifer
0: and together we're doing a podcast roots
1: the unseen life
0: come on a journey with us you'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and
1: produce fruit
0: we're going somewhere come along with us well we would like to take this time to welcome all of you um listeners and youtube what gazers what's going on people
1: Well, well, what is this show called, Dwayne?
0: Our little podcast here that's changing the world one life at a time is called Roots, The Unseen Life.
1: And you're Dwayne and I'm Jennifer.
0: Hey, great to be with you. Uh, Great to have you guys jump in with us.
1: I don't know if people are going to be able to hear the background noise, so let's just address it.
0: Um, We've decided to move ahead. We have some uh, outside noise. Um, It's a little bit of a miracle.
1: It really is. But
0: we had a significant leak in our kitchen that led to insurance having to help us. And so we're getting... They had to replace blah, 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 some base cabinets, all that kind of stuff. But it's led to...
1: A new kitchen. A
0: remodeled kitchen, which is kind of cool. Yeah. We're super grateful.
1: Like, we're not paying a dime other than the deductible. And so we're getting... Well, I mean, we don't need to go into all the details, but I'm but, pretty excited.
0: But the point is there's a little um, sanding going on that's a little loud.
1: Yeah, so we're not going to halt our life because our kitchen is ripped up because we're living like we're camping a little bit. 100%. It's okay. There's dust everywhere. I can write <clears throat> my name on every surface in the house with my finger.
0: And she's doing because she's wanting to really um, step outside of her um, uh, current signature.
1: Yeah, so I'm practicing bubble letters and doing all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff in the dust of my home. But I'm excited about this process.
0: So I'm hungry to get into our topic. Let's do it. Um, because it's a it's a topic that I would say has been very much a, like, a question for me and mm-hmm. where do I aim for how do I walk out my life?
1: I think it's something we actually talk about probably every day. Do you think so? Uh-huh.
0: Um, I would... I would, like, I think there's a a couple of big questions that drive us as human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, the big, you know, the big existential question is, you know, why do I exist? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who am I? Those are two big questions that I think. Will my
1: hair grow back? Those kinds of things.
0: Exactly. That would probably be third. (laughs) Like, literally. (laughs) Like, you know, it. Captivates me like that. Yeah, you'll be Fabio no, I sit, in I the sit, next stage. Come on, Church Fabio. <laughs> that would be my dream. Um, so you know, who am I? Why do I exist? Mm-hmm. And then I think another one is, what do I do with my life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a really big question. What do I do with my life? Yeah. Um, and and it's a question that has really driven me. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's maybe a little personality, like I want to have impact, I want to change the world. Mm-hmm. Some of that has been very much a part of, of my journey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, not thinking, you know, thinking maybe too lofty of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine <laughs> I'm, that. I'm going to change the
1: world. Just you.
0: Um, and then I have a hard time changing me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so, what you ma- got married for. Here I am.
0: Uh, yes. A
1: chisel just chipping at you piece by piece, babe. Uh,
0: um, wow. Those are really true words. Yeah, I know yeah um so the but who like what do I do with my life, and then to me it's you know everybody says, we'll start with the end in mind, mm-hmm. so where am I going mm-hmm. and and wh- you know I believe this is a question for singles, mm-hmm. I believe this is a question for married, for families, mm-hmm. um you know for females, for males mm-hmm. um and so uh I've really wrestled with this a long time. Mm-hmm. And a fundamental eternal truth was introduced to me maybe 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel like over this last 15 years, it has given me great clarity, Mm -hmm. great clarity on where do I aim and then what does success look like? Right. That is really, really brought clarity to me. Right. So Jennifer, do you mind if I open a scripture?
1: No, I, I love it, Dwayne. And Ope, would you wash me with the word this morning? Open
0: a scripture, you know, we'll see what. Turn to your neighbor Turn to your say, neighbor and say, hey, I'm going to meet you in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. <laughs> so go ahead and, and say that. And so if, if you're
1: at a stoplight in your car right now, roll down the window. Uh,
0: hey, we'll meet you in 2 Corinthians 5. Let
1: the Honda, Honda Civic know where we're going.
0: Okay. Um, so this is a, in my opinion, a not talked about truth. Mm-hmm. Very much, Lee. <laughs> we very much, Lee, don't talk about this. That's good. I English. love the English language.
1: Yeah, and well, you're good at it too.
0: Sweetie. Thank you. Um, so, thought about teaching it for a while, but moved on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to talk about it. Verse nine of Second Corinthians chapter five. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. And so the the context of this is. You know, verse one, verse two, the groan. And this is a groan, a longing, a motivating factor that Paul is identifying that it's not just the groan to find Jesus, to understand I need a Savior to save my life, but it's, it's also I'm longing for more. And that more Paul identifies is a cry for eternal things, not just temporal pleasure. And the eternal pleasure, the eternal groan is what gets highlighted in verse five, I believe it is, no, verse four. It is the 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 longing for resurrection. Mm-hmm. And in that one day your body is going, this mortal body is mm-hmm. going to be actually have an eternal body, a life. That body that Jesus has, you will have. And so in the context of that, Paul's identifying a longing for eternity and in so... I I have a hard time thinking about the next two years, planning for the next two years. But reality is, we really do need to think about eternity. Yeah. Like, what is what is eternity, and then what is my life in the context of eternity? Mm-hmm. And I love this topic. Um, and so the reality is is now, he says, verse nine: whether I'm in front of you or I'm not, whether I'm on pu- in public, whether I'm in in a context of four people. Or I'm alone. I don't live before you. I don't live before men. He goes, my goal in private and public is to please my my God, is to please the one whose eyes are upon me in all settings. And then he says, here's why. Verse 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat, that each one may receive the things done (laughs) in the body according to what he has done. (laughs) <laughs> whether good or bad. <clears throat> Next verse, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, mm-hmm. but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. Mm-hmm. So um, it's super hard to think about, but but this 90 years that we have, mm-hmm. it is um, one way of looking at it, it's a six-month internship. It's a three-month internship. Um, you might go to get some input, mm-hmm. and that's – in. and so there's – It's com- a
1: point being it's a blip on the screen in light of eternity. Yes. Because we're finite. We think, oh, gosh, 90 years. That's a long time, and mm-hmm. then I'm gone. Mm-hmm. But our life continues because we never die. Right. And so 90 years is nothing in light of a million. Right. So th- that's your point. That's like, my point. Live differently because it's going to go on and on and on.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, so it depends on your theological interpretation or your interpretation Mm -hmm. of, you know, specifically Revelation 20. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to drop this real quick. So it speaks of a thousand years. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this thousand years um, is what you know, in the theological world or in the biblical world, we call the millennium. Mm-hmm. So some people believe it's symbolic, mm-hmm. and it's only we're now living in the millennium. Mm-hmm. But when you read Revelation 20, I have a really hard time believing we're in the millennium. Mm-hmm. And when you read it, it is to me, it just says what it means. It's very clear that there's a thousand years where i believe jesus as a jewish man will be on the earth and in the context of being on the earth Mm -hmm. he will restore Mm -hmm. so at the end of the millennium death will have its final um death (laughs) Uh so satan will be put into eternity forever the eternal death eternal death forever and 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 so then the Father will come, and what was in the garden Mm -hmm. then will begin on the earth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so um, what I believe Paul is referencing here, it's very clear to me that I will stand before Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to speak only of myself. Mm -hmm. I will stand before him, and I believe it is in the context of his return at the beginning of the millennium. Mm -hmm. And he's going to ask me. Whether good or bad, what did I do with the gift of the gospel? Mm-hmm.
1: But can I interject quickly? Jennifer, please but do. But regardless – But don't correct. Oh, no, honey. No. But regardless of your position on the millennium, this still applies.
0: Well, yes. yes. But there's not clarity, sure. in my opinion, in the all-mill so guys, it's more on about what timing. does this mean. Yes. Right.
1: So But but the point is, because if someone's listening – I mean, you can't – yes. I don't know. I don't, mm. I don't see it that way. Okay. But you're still going to stand before the I Lord. I mean, it's
0: hard, to, it's hard to get around this
1: for Paul's sure. teaching here. So, so, so yes, everyone's going to stand yes. before the Lord. So that I just wanted to be very inclusive totally. in case people have a different position. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jenny. Oh, hey, you're welcome, babe. That's what I'm here for.
0: <clears throat> um, again, just shh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Okay, if you guys have never heard us, first time you're dialing in, we love to abuse each other. It's kind of one of our number one love <laughs> languages. So... So he goes. You're gonna. We must all appear for, for the judgment seat. And so, judgment is a. It's not a positive. It's. It's actually not a neutral. It's actually a negative word in the English language. Right. I'm going to be judged. Right. Because it has a courtroom expression mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're going to. You've been found guilty, and now here's your judgment. Sure. So I think a a better way of looking at this is your life is going to be evaluated. Uh-huh. That word really helped me understand this moment mm-hmm. that I will stand before Jesus. Yeah. Your life will be evaluated. In the context of valuation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what did you do? How did you respond? Mm-hmm. So I wanna get mm-hmm. all works, like I'm, mm-hmm. you're not, you were saved by grace and you will be sanctified by grace. Like yeah. this is not a working thing, but how did you respond when you were given the gift of eternal life and the message of the scriptures? Mm-hmm to look like Jesus Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I believe it's an important meeting so when I said begin with kind of the end in mind to me this is something that you should be thinking about right and it will it has a much bigger impact than Mm -hmm. just what do I do with my career I'm 22 years old I just graduated what do I do with my life
1: right which is where most people even stop the thought process that somehow it's just about what we do in terms of our occupation. What's yes. the Lord's will? Oh, I, it's to be a lawyer. Oh, it's to uh-huh. be a missionary. Yes. This is way, way, way beyond that.
0: Mm-hmm. So to me, what is a much broader conversation is what do I do with my life? It's what does the Bible say and how have you applied it to every area of mm-hmm. your life?
1: And I think it's who, how we live our life.
0: Flush that out.
1: Pastor, um,
0: no, I'm in agreement, but just,
1: I mean, am I being transformed by, by the gospel? Do I, do, do my words and actions match? Is my heart posture changed or did I do a one and done Sunday service when I was 10? Yes. Gave my heart to the Lord and then, you know, sought him for what his will was. Okay. Now I am, you know, a, a doctor. Awesome. Yeah. And then that's it, right? I don't think so.
0: One hundred percent. And then
1: maybe, maybe you leave it there, and you're a total jerk. You know what I mean? At work, you're mean. You, there is, there's an absence of character. All of that. Yeah. Where I, for me, as a woman, because there, there has been a bunch of stop-start in my life, in terms of career, yes. so to speak. Yes. I had to look at this moment differently. Okay, how am I holding my heart? Yeah. How am I loving? Yes. How am I giving you everything with my mundane life? Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So anyway, go on. Dwight.
0: Well, that's for me. It's it's so then when I when I look at the scriptures, mm-hmm. when I look at the teaching of the scriptures, when I look at the commandments of God, mm-hmm. how do I, in light of I think I'm going to stand before Him, then what what is the goal? Right. And so there's two things that, as we're doing this little smaller mm-hmm. microchurch idea, mm-hmm. there's two things that are really, sm- like, um, help form and shape my thinking. And first of them is something that we in the charismatic world don't talk much about, but the Great Commission. Uh-huh. And what we call the Great Commission, but what Jesus said, "I'm all authority has been given to me. And so go forth and make disciples. So if you guys listen to a podcast we did a while ago with a guy by the name of Douglas Gonzalez, so this discipleship idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... What is so then? I'm supposed to, and it says in there, interesting word, make disciples. Right. So then, what am I? What am I? What kind of disciples am I forming? Mm-hmm. Like, what what do I aim for when I am now sitting and discipling somebody? What is the end in mind for them as mm-hmm. I have this conversation? Mm-hmm. And so, um, the thing that I would move to is okay. Your meeting is going to be with Jesus, and so that is where I need to be aiming so with all of my life my energy so my time my relationships mm-hmm. my finances my love my love for god my love for people what did i aim for and this is where it breaks down to me is the first and the second commandment right and this is a a to me a pretty significant conversation yeah. because jesus when he said um, there's not one commandment that I won't get to highlight. I want to highlight you were made and you were formed to live with people and in the context you're supposed to love God. So the greatest thing that I think I will be judged on mm-hmm. and I think almost everything else is going to flow from mm-hmm. is did I love God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second is like it. That's mm-hmm. a disturbing phrase. Yeah. But the second is like, it: did I love people? Mm-hmm. And so did I love my family, mm-hmm. my friends, my workmates, my peers, my enemies? Right. <clears throat> and so at the mm-hmm. end of my life, mm-hmm. I believe when I stand before Jesus on his retur- at his return, I believe that's what I'm gonna be talked about, that's what will be asked of me.
1: Which, the, that question, did you love me? Did you love others? That's the great equalizer. Because it's a very Western concept, what's God's will for my life? And we immediately transform that question into what do I do for him? And I have a choice in that, right? So I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm a teacher. Where other cultures and contexts, they may not even get to ask that question. You know what I mean? 100%. So like the, they
0: might not even be have the opportunity to choose a career.
1: Right. Right. And it, depending on
0: – If you're born in – Poverty bo- In Borney or Papua New Guinea and and you look after family by fishing. Right. <laughs> totally.
1: You, you, you're a fisherman. The, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. And so – We just have to have that broader perspective for the woman who's a believer, who's born into the lowest caste system in India, Yes, she can succeed in God.
0: Yes, 100%. And
1: she can be great in God. Yes. And not just the Western Mm. money. I mean, they've got money. They have a 401K. They're a person of stature in their community, an elder in the church. No, this woman... She ha- loves God, yes, and loves others around her, yes. and she'll be great. Yes, I love that.
0: Yep,
1: I love that. It's 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 fair. Uh,
0: like that's where I am. Just my I feel like you know Jennifer and I have had an incredible opportunity to be very um, to travel a ton. So you know, I personally have lived in six countries. On four continents, so that's like an outrageously rich life, mm-hmm. and so my experiences have not been only American or North Canadian-based right. Christianity, right? And so, our—if you've spent, you know, most of your life in in America, you have a very or your own country or your own country. I'm gonna say you have a very nationalistic faith. Our national identity has so been interwoven into Mm -hmm. our faith experience, our relationship and our understanding of Bible and God.
1: Especially if you're from a Western nation.
0: Especially if you're from a Western nation. Mm -hmm. And so your definition of prosperity, your definition of success Mm -hmm. is really, if it's not biblically informed, is in my opinion wrong probably. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I do not believe God really measures my life by numbers. Uh Uh-huh he measures he looks at my life the author the finisher or the author and perfector depends on your definition mm-hmm. he goes I re- the numbers are irrelevant mm-hmm. the numbers you touch and the numbers of your bank account mm-hmm. it's really i think a very different perspective on what is pleasing to god mm-hmm. it has little to do with numbers it has mm-hmm. mostly to do with mm-hmm. i think Dying to yourself, Mm -hmm. your selfish desires, Mm -hmm. and being discipled where God is your supreme delight, Mm -hmm. your greatest reward, second of all, Mm -hmm. I pay attention and I go and I love. Mm -hmm. I love people.
1: Yeah. So the same question is going to be asked of Reinhard Bonnke that is asked of a paraplegic. Yes. And they both can be great in God. Yes,
0: because um, you know. Let's just you've brought that phrase phrase up a a couple times, so just looking at this. This is a verse that is massively. It brought so much, Mm -hmm. um, like just so formed my 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 definition, my experience, and I I've highlighted this before on our podcast, but. Verse uh, chapter five of, of uh, the Gospel of Mateos,
1: <laughs> if you will, Matthew, Matthew chapter
0: five, five. <coughs> verse doing. nineteen. Uh, Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. So first of all, there is a least and a greater in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So it is not socialist. We're all uh-huh. equal. Uh-huh. Um, the kingdom has a very um, different approach to um, this topic. And so there is going to be those that are going to be great, and there's mm-hmm. going to be those that are going to be least. Mm-hmm. And um, so whoever, therefore
1: – And least doesn't mean you're unsaved.
0: This is not talking about right. salvation. Right. There is a uh, – what would you call it? A There is a leadership, an influence mm-hmm. – that some will be given greater influence, greater leadership, mm-hmm. uh, greater reward, mm-hmm. the internal reward idea, and some mm-hmm. will be given le- le- <coughs> less. Second Corinthians, first Corinthians three, everything I do is going to be tested. Mm-hmm. And some is going to be burned up mm-hmm. <coughs> and then some is going to um, a-, a profit a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, whoever, whoever does these commandments and then teaches people, and does not he's going to be called the least in the kingdom of heaven? So in the kingdom, so you're a citizen of the eternal kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then next for phrase, but whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So there is this issue of least and greatness, and right. you've brought up so that's where. Sorry, go-
1: did I throw you off, bud? Uh, no,
0: I think it, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's a jewel. It's
1: a gem, gem. It's
0: a gem, Jen. It's a gem, Jen. <laughs> Jenny, you've got so many jimmies. Uh And it's this idea of Jesus's definition of greatness. It is not what I defined as greatness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is do the commandments of the scriptures, mm-hmm. do you love them? Mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. you reaching for them to transform you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then are you telling others, mm-hmm, teaching others, mm-hmm. And to me, this is the conversation of, are you discipling others right. in the ways of his commands? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is what Jesus calls greatness.
1: Right. Which is amazing.
0: It's And that's where you're saying, like that's where... It's it's not an American Christianity. No, not <laughs> it, at all. It's not a Western Christianity. And so we always define greatness according to impact numbers. Yes. You know, yes. and the size, you know, in my profession as a pastor, the size of your church. Sure. And the size of the church define, define Figure me.
1: Figure the hair closer to God, that kind of thing.
0: It is. And so I, you know, that's where I've got to work harder in other areas because I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, some people not, you got to explain that reference. Well, that is a powerful reference to that's a cultural um statement.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Uh well,
0: back in the day.
1: Back in the day, big hair was a thing, and then especially American televangelists had huge hair. Huge hair. And so I saw a poster once when I was in high school. It said the bigger the hair, the closer to God, and it just made me laugh. And I've been using that phrase ever since, people.
0: That's um uh yes. So that that has great impact.
1: Yeah. The the, the other bigger the, hair. the bigger the hair. Um, the other thing that I think is important to say is everyone's given a different grace package. Yeah. And so yeah. the the like, you know, Reinhard Monkey, for example, he didn't he didn't become an evangelist by will. By oh, it was no,
0: it was given package. to him yes.
1: by God, yep. and the grace to preach, the grace to have impact, the grace for the numbers, his the significant impact, like real. It's not yes. like it wasn't real; it's was real. That is God. God did
0: that. I mean, that's through where him, the sovereignty of God right. shows that for him.
1: Yep. And so, of course, he had to say yes. Right. And need
0: to partner with it, respond yes, to it, fight, for, and I think even fight for it, stretch right. for it.
1: So we're not saying take the grace you've been given and hide it away. That doesn't matter. Correct. It matters.
0: Excellent point. Yeah.
1: It matters how we live our life. Yes. It matters what we do with what we've been given. Yes. But we also have to bear in mind we all come from different contexts, different cultural contexts, you know, gender contexts, all of that. And it all plays into how we hold ourselves before the Lord. Yes. And it's important 100%. to be faithful. 100%. Very important to be faithful.
0: And and part of the 20s 30s is figuring that out yeah it's not something that Mm -hmm. is uh we just absolutely part of it for me was figuring out what am i good at what was i made to do what are my Mm -hmm. skill sets Mm -hmm. and so and i believe that that matters on that day dwayne what did you do with the gifts that i gave you did you i i truly believe like dwayne did you develop your leadership gift. Mm-hmm. I gave you a gift of leadership. Mm-hmm. Did you misuse it? Did you abuse people? These are or- rhetorical
1: questions, right? Because <laughs> I, I, I want to No, I want to answer. No, so,
0: <laughs> Dwayne, you were lazy. <laughs> um, but I believe those comments matter mm-hmm. and those ideas mm-hmm. matter. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's where I think it's just part of the conversation is. In the context of all of this, yes, it's part of the conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. And something we've been talking about a lot, and it's you- It's been
0: fun, hasn't it? Oh,
1: bud. Your words are a gift.
0: <laughs> they are. Um,
1: we've been talking a lot about holistic discipleship. Yes. Because we have been so um, focused on our spiritual development, mm-hmm. quote unquote, right. and not seeing our whole life as spiritual. So to speak. Correct. And so it's just prayer life, Bible understanding, da da da. And now we're going, Whoa, our minds have been open to a broader perspective yes. of God yep. and how He leads. And we've been exposed to kind of more of the Jewish mindset yep. that is holistic. Yes. And everything is holy and not just this aspect of yes. my life. Yep. And we've in that process seen some deficiencies in our life, yes. In, in having given ourselves to an arena in our life, and and you know poured all of our energy into that, yep. and then now we're looking back, going,
0: "Ooh, mm-hmm. we're
1: kind of a little bit immature in, in
0: this in 100%, some other areas." One hundred percent.
1: And so, talk about that for a second.
0: Well, Jennifer, thank you. Yeah, sure. Buddy. Um, so please excuse me. Um. I'm gonna well I'll just say it this way. So the, the two words holy shh it so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh
1: Pastor Potty mouth.
0: So that you know so you know that 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 sh- expression that expression, but S H I T, um that's like that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So then why would they put holy in the context of that word? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like W-H-O-L-L. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's this idea that everything of my life is under the leadership of God. Yeah. And so in the church, we've had this entirely, in my opinion, wrong thinking that my spirituality mm-hmm. is the most important part of my life, mm-hmm. and that is the part that's holy. Yeah. So then going to my job developing my career, um, having friends, watching football, Mm -hmm. those things are just part of life, Mm -hmm. i.e. that's the secular part of me and this Mm -hmm. is the holy part of me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that is um, wrong, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That is uh, Greek, those Mm -hmm. doggone Greeks. Hey, those are my people. Those are your people, and they've screwed up humanity. (laughs) Because I think Greek thinking is very – you know the the really roots are it is everything that is um natural i mean everything that is seen mm-hmm. is is dirty and the unseen is holy mm-hmm. and there is a degree that's true mm-hmm. all of creation i have been massively tainted by sin sure but the plan god loves his creation god loves the mountains god loves mm-hmm. humanity and so all of it is the, the whole redemption story is about making everything new right. not just my spirit sure. so holistically yeah. and so that's where sorry if i'm taking so long to answer no, your question good, Pastor. but to me developing my relationships mm-hmm. those are holy to god yeah yeah and so sitting with people mm-hmm. that's holy to him yeah yeah um, me uh, sitting and doing my art <laughs> just kidding I wish I was an artist. I got a, I'm got making a friend, and he's becoming a friend of mine. I'm super excited about it. But these these he's an artist in just, so all of us is holy. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think did the commandments of Jesus touch my life mm-hmm. and, and really transform and redeem every area of my life, mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. is done under the eyes of God.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
0: So we started out with the question, where do I aim? Yeah. And I think it is a holistic development,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, being discipled by people and by the word of God mm-hmm. with a holistic approach to mm-hmm. under the under the two big headers, mm-hmm. the two really important focuses is God. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's a little asthmatic activity. If you will. Is God mm-hmm. and then my love for people.
1: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, everything can hang in those two things.
0: That's what the scripture That's says. That's what the scripture says. Hey, man, we uh, appreciate you hanging with us. Yeah. Right, Jeff? We do. And, uh, international world, um, love, love, uh, love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging with <laughs> us in the nations. Americans, love you as well. Thank you for following us.
1: Canadians, your people.
0: Yeah. The great white north, according yeah. to my, a couple of my relatives. Um, uh, so if you guys do like the content, please, um, share with your friends, um, even your enemies, um, go ahead and do that <laughs> if you want, but, uh, subscribe to any of the podcast platforms that you're listening to us on, um, um, ring the bell. So you you get, especially on the YouTube channel, if you're that way. And, uh, if you're listening to us, watch, you us don't want to miss
1: a thing. Uh-uh. Um,
0: you know, everything that my wife says is pure, pure, pure gold, <laughs> those pure pearls. Gold. I've been developed. So, Grace, Grace.
1: Uh, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Ciao. How was that? It was a smooth ending, right? It was. All right. We're done. Ciao. See you next time.